Today, an eight-day Jewish celebration which commemorates the rededication of the temple and the miracle of the oil. Discover the symbolism behind Hanukkah and what it means to those who believe in Jesus. Just ahead on Jewish Voice. This week I'm teaching on the Feast of Hanukkah. We celebrate the Feast of Hanukkah this week, not just Jewish people around the world, but also Christians like many of you who are watching who have come to understand that Hanukkah has incredible messianic significance. Jesus, Yeshua, celebrated Hanukkah, and uh, I'll be diving into to Hanukkah in detail during this week, so you want to be watching during the whole week. Now, Hanukkah is also known as the Feast of Lights, or the Festival of Lights. It's also called the Feast of Dedication, or the Feast of Rededication. Now, interestingly, it's not in the Old Testament unless you have a Catholic Bible, and if so, it's part of the, uh, the canon of the Catholic Bible, but in fact, they are historical books that are outside of the canon of the Protestant Old Testament. And these books, known as the Book of Maccabees, in four parts, were written during what's known as the Inter- testamental period. Now the intertestamental period is a 400-year gap between the completion of what is today the Old Testament and what has become the New Testament. You should know that there was no New Testament when uh, the uh, disciples were sharing their faith, when uh, Paul preached the gospel, they did not have the New Testament to proclaim that Jesus was the Messiah. They expounded the scriptures out of what we have come to call the Old Testament. We Jewish people call it the Tanakh, the Torah, the prophets, the writings, but they didn't have the, the New Testament. They wrote the New Testament. So they expounded daily that Yeshua was the Messiah from the prophecies of what we call the Old Testament. The book of Maccabees, along with many other historical books, were written between the period of the completion of the Old Testament and the writing and then the canon of the New Testament. They were not written in Hebrew. They were written in Greek. Uh, we call these the apocryphal books or the hidden books because they're not in the Hebrew language. Now, the story of Hanukkah, which again is related in uh, the book of Maccabees, are actually four books uh, that are entitled Maccabees, takes place on the, uh, in the Jewish month of Keslev, on the 25th of the month, which actually begins Sunday evening, December 6th. So we're teaching right up and through Hanukkah. And it lasts for eight days. Uh, Hanukkah actually means dedication uh, from the Hebrew, from number seven where we read about the dedication of the altar of the tent of meeting in the wilderness. And so this is the story of dedication, and I'll explain more about that as I get into it. Now, the story dates to approximately 176 BC, so we're talking about 200 years roughly before Jesus appears on the scene. And Israel was uh, uh, under captivity just as they were in the time of Yeshua, but not under the hand of the Romans, under the hand of the Syrians. There was a, 
uh, well, we know him in history as a very evil king named Antiochus Epiphanes IV, a very evil dictator. Uh, and he ascended the throne, the Assyrian or Syrian throne, and he uh, did what so many kings of that age did. He declared himself to be deity. In, in fact, the title Epiphanes means God made manifest. I think he had quite an ego, don't you? God made manifest. And so Antiochus had a satanic hatred for the Jewish people. Doesn't that sound familiar? The history of the Jewish people is they tried to kill us, we won, let's eat. And Hanukkah is no exception to that. And Antiochus is another historical figure that seeks to destroy the Jewish people. And we're told in the book of Maccabees and other historical documents that he entered Jerusalem with his forces. He did what the Romans did uh, 270 years, 250 years later. He destroys the city. He slaughters men, women, and children. And we're told that he invaded the temple and he uh, carried away the golden altar. He carried away the, uh, the candlesticks. He carried away the golden vessels and all of the sacred treasure. We see this repeated throughout history. And then he exchanged temple worship uh, for Zeus. He actually worships Zeus in the temple where the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had dwelt. And he establishes his statue, again, talk about ego, on the temple court. And so they're worshiping other gods in the, the temple. This is the focal point of Jewish faith. And so now it's, it's desecrated. And the worst act uh, probably was that in showing hatred for God, he sacrificed pigs on the altar, which is an abomination. In fact, scripture, scripture relates this abomination. It's called the abomination of desolation. Maybe some of you uh, prophecy buffs are familiar with this term, abomination of desolation. We find it in Daniel chapter 9, specifically in verse 27, where we read that the temple is actually desecrated through this. So Antiochus Epiphanes IV himself cooks a pig in the temple and then pours out the broth on the scrolls of the law and the altar. Here's what Daniel 9.27 says. And he shall make a firm covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And upon the wing of the abomination shall come one that maketh desolate. And even unto the full end, and that determined shall wrath be poured out upon the desolate. Now, we see it even more clearly in Daniel chapter 11, verse 31. Let's look at that scripture. It reads, And forces shall stand on his part, and they shall profane the sanctuary, even the fortress, and shall take away the continual burnt offerings, and they shall set up the abomination that maketh desolate. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. You're thinking, well, that's a future occurrence. That's, that's not happened yet. Yes and no. I'll explain that more when we come back.
Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life-saving medical aid to a poor community in Tachgayat, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a life-transforming devotional by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus, confessing the Hebrew scriptures. Adonai Hu Shalom. The Lord is peace. This book will teach you how to gain peace in your life, free from anxiety, worry, and fear by confessing the Hebrew scriptures, all without any training or previous knowledge of the Hebrew language. Along with this book, we also want you to have this informative mini book by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus, Hanukkah, Feast of Dedication. You'll learn the significance of Hanukkah and what believers should know about this Jewish holiday. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $125 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this specially designed Yeshua menorah. This decorative piece features a cityscape of the holy city, Jerusalem, and is inscribed with the name Yeshua. It serves as a great reminder that Jesus came as a light unto the world and that he will one day return to Jerusalem. We also want you to have this keepsake replica of an antique clay oil lamp. Similar to the lamps used during Jesus' time on earth, this serves as a powerful reminder that your support of Jewish voice helps shine the light of Yeshua throughout the world. This lamp also comes with this anointing oil from the Holy Land, infused with myrrh and frankincense. You can use it to minister healing prayer and blessings to those you love. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe. Please call or click now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. I'm teaching this week on the festival of Hanukkah, also called the Feast of Dedication or the Feast of Lights. And when I left off, I had been looking at Daniel chapter 11, verse 31. I want to look at that again with you uh, and read it to you. It says, the forces shall stand on his part and they shall profane the sanctuary, even the fortress, and shall take away the continual burnt offerings, and they shall set up an abomination that maketh desolate. Now, many of you are uh, thinking that this is future tense. This is talking about the Antichrist, and I left by saying yes and no. Yes, it's talking about a future Antichrist, but it's also talking about the, the abomination of Antiochus Epiphanes because history repeats itself. And I'll, I'll explain this a, a little more uh, 
later on in the week, but we have many antichrists culminating in an antichrist that repeats actually the behavior of others that have come before him. And so we see in Maccabees, the book of Maccabees, which is the historical document, four books actually, retell the story of Hanukkah in Maccabees 154. It says, now the 15th day of the month in the 145th year, they set up the abomination of desolation upon the altar and built idol altars throughout the cities of Judah on every side. Folks, that's talking about Hanukkah. That's talking about the abomination of desolation that Antiochus Epiphanes brought upon the, on the temple with the sacrifice of pigs and the erection of a statue of Zeus. So yes and no. It's happened already. It happened at Hanukkah. That's why the temple had to be rededicated and cleansed, but it will happen again in history as it cycles around and we again see the enemy coming into full um, power and seeking to destroy the Jewish people once again. The good news is, just as in the time of the Maccabees, he failed. Aren't you glad for that, folks? I want to hear applause from the audience. He failed. Now, we see this brought out in future tense in Matthew chapter 24, which many of you prophecy buffs are familiar with. In verse 15 and 16, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel, looking back to chapter 9 and chapter 11, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand, and let those who are in Judah flee to the mountains. There's a parallel to this in Mark chapter 13, in Luke chapter 21, but I believe that this is a future tense event that still is looking back to Antiochus Epiphanes and the repeat of the same activity. And I mentioned there's antichrists throughout history that, that uh, are repeated in their efforts to destroy the Jewish people. You have the story of Haman in the book of Esther sought to destroy the Jewish people. He was an antichrist and he failed because God is greater. He failed because scripture says in Jeremiah that as long as the sun shines by day and the moon and stars shine by night, they are a reminder that the God of Israel is preserving the Jewish people and he will preserve them as long as there's a sun that shines by day and a moon and stars by night. Thank God for that. So we have an enemy seeking to destroy the Jewish people, which is Satan himself embodied in different forms, but God is greater. So we saw it in, with Haman. We see it again in another antichrist named Pharaoh, who sought to destroy the Jewish people by killing all the male children, but Moses slips away, right? He slips away and he becomes the deliverer, a shadow of the deliverance of the Messiah. As he brings the people of Israel out of Egypt, Yeshua later comes as the deliverer and brings the, all people out of the bondage of sin, Egypt as a type of sin. And then you have Antiochus Epiphanes IV desecrating the temple, another antichrist. And then after him, you have Herod the Great, who asked the question, where will this Messiah be born, finds out Bethlehem, and then sends his army to slaughter all children under two years of age. But Yeshua is taken out because his father is warned in a vision. And even in modern history, you have Adolf Hitler, a type of antichrist that seeks to destroy the Jewish people, but God brings deliverance. And then ultimately, an antichrist or 
anti-Messiah that will again seek to destroy the Jewish people, but will fail. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. And so the story of Hanukkah is the story of deliverance. It's the story of God miraculously delivering the children of Israel out of the bondage of the Syrians, out of the effort to destroy them. God prevails, and we celebrate with this wonderful festival of Hanukkah. The deliverance comes, and I'll get more into the details of that tomorrow because I am just out of time. So I need to be delivered from the bondage of time, and that's, that's the reality we preachers live in. So I'm going to continue tomorrow again with the story of Hanukkah. We'll be talking about what the Hanukkah, the nine-branched candle opera means, what this pile of stones represents, and all the different things that connect Hanukkah to our life as followers of Yeshua the Messiah, who is the light of the world. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life-saving medical aid to a poor community in Tachgayat, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a life-transforming devotional by Rabbi Jonathan Burness, confessing the Hebrew scriptures. Adonai Hu Shalom, the Lord is peace. This book will teach you how to gain peace in your life, free from anxiety, worry, and fear by confessing the Hebrew scriptures, all without any training or previous knowledge of the Hebrew language. Along with this book, we also want you to have this informative mini book by Rabbi Jonathan Burness, Hanukkah, Feast of Dedication. You'll learn the significance of Hanukkah and what believers should know about this Jewish holiday. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $125 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and this specially designed Yeshua menorah. This decorative piece features a cityscape of the holy city, Jerusalem, and is inscribed with the name Yeshua. It serves as a great reminder that Jesus came as a light unto the world and that he will one day return to Jerusalem. We also want you to have this keepsake replica of an antique clay oil lamp. Similar to the lamps used during Jesus' time on earth, this serves as a powerful reminder that your support of Jewish voice helps shine the light of Yeshua throughout the world. This lamp also comes with this anointing oil from the Holy Land, infused with myrrh and frankincense, you can use it to minister healing prayer and blessings to those you love. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe. Please call or click now. 
And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. One of the things I really enjoy is having musical guests on the program. In fact, I save the really special ones so I can revisit them from time to time to share with you, and that's exactly what I want to do right now. This brother and sister duo are dear friends, and they perform messianic music that'll really touch you, and I know that you're going to love this performance as much as I do. Here now, the very talented Angela and Israel Smith. to Angela and Israel for a great performance. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Imagine celebrating the miraculous power of the Passover against the breathtaking backdrop of the sparkling Eastern Caribbean Sea on board a luxurious Royal Caribbean cruise ship. 
Rejoice at the Messianic Passover Seder led by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus, remembering God's mighty hand delivered the Jewish people from bondage. Worship because the miracle held a mystery revealed and completed in Yeshua, Jesus, the Passover lamb, an ultimate sacrifice for our sins. This is the Jewish Voice seven-day Passover cruise on the turquoise waters of the Eastern Caribbean and the enchanting white sand islands of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas. You don't want to miss the beauty, worship, and celebration as we share the mystery and the miracle of the Passover on the seas. Join Jonathan Burnus and Jewish Voice April 16th through 23rd, 2016. Cabin Space is limited. Book now for the best rooms and rates. Call or click today. Thank you so much for watching today. And as we close out the show today, I want to remind you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 says, may they who love you prosper. So if you want to prosper, pray for Israel. They need our prayers. Well, until next time, I'm Jonathan Burnus saying shalom and God bless you. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has provided humanitarian aid around the world while proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations.
Jewish Voice has demonstrated God's love by providing medical care, eye care, and dental care, all free of charge, to some of the most impoverished people in the world. Your faithful support makes all of this possible. So please partner with us. Your generous gift helps transform lives by sharing God's love with those who desperately need it. Just call, click, or write. Thank you, and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee.